Yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome everybody to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bose, and sitting uh, over and over one more for me is my co-host Maddie G. How you doing? Hey, hey. Now the day in paradise. I love that we got a I love that we got a Twism sandwich happening here. I feel like we're interviewing the wrong person, though, man. Like, with that intro right there, we should be interviewing you. Bro. I was like, maybe you might want to come in the middle here. You know I mean? We'll give, give everybody, hey, I didn't realize I can move people around. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey, what do you know? I'm learning stuff every day. So. That's sweet. Can't wait for our Brady Bunch episode. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, man. Oh, that's great. Yes. What, a, what a way to start. That's good. It's so go. good. A little bit different from normal, but uh, just so for people who are just tuning in and uh, I, I normally do my regular spiel. Uh, today, of course, our guest is a uh, multi-award winning Canadian rap or slash hip hop artist, Twism White Piece. Twism, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. So, of course, I must, I must in all good sense correct you. I am an American hip hop artist who is living and stationed here in Canada. I know. And I love you guys. I appreciate all of the Canadian support. <laughs> but then my American people are like, yo, you turned your back on us, man? Really? <laughs> you do us like that, man? Get some <laughs> fucking healthcare, bro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Learn to run politics without all the dirtiness. You feel me? Like, it's no, right, man. It's right. But no, it's great. I love it up here. I actually, I, I, so this is, uh, this marks my fifth year here. And uh, I've been to all your popular sites, you know, all the little stuff, man. I love it. I love it. I tell you what, guys, this is, it's, it's true freedom. I know they say like America is the land of the free and whatnot, but like, man, I, this is true freedom. You can walk around and literally drink, smoke, and, and, and people are just like, hey, buddy, how yeah. are you? Hey, you know, like, <laughs> Let's go, man. Yeah. 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 It's, it's true. It's true. You don't uh, walk through uh, every city and get flipped off, you know? But no one tells no one tells Americans though about the way Canadians are when we drive. Yeah. That's like this that's like the inner raging driving, Canadian. Y'all suck at driving. Y'all suck at driving. <laughs> uh, so so we've got we've got a we've got a, a, a cab driver who's you know, even though he works for a cab company, he's our our personal cabbie, right? Like we call him up, say, "Hey, we gotta go here." He takes us there and stuff, right? And uh, you know, when I'm when I'm in the when I'm in the van with him, I'm I'm one hand on the one hand on the dash and, and one hand on the on the on the arm of the door here because, yeah, he's. Hey, you're, you're, you're just like you're like Snoop Dogg in that yeah. gift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he really he'd be hitting them corners though. He'd be hitting them corners, and you, I'm. I got to give it up to him. He says I, he drove in New York. Yeah. He said uh, Toronto's Bam. nothing. New York is supposedly <laughs> way worse, I guess. I'm like you you go ahead, man. I'm I'm walking. I'm, <laughs> you I'm know, walking, man. I I've I've been through New York uh, a few times and and the driving is uh, the actually I don't find driving is all that bad. What I do find is 
in New York, if you if you're not halfway through an intersection, the moment the life turns green, everybody for an entire block hits their horn, you know, and it is the weirdest thing in the world to think like, man, you guys are that you're you're counting the microseconds that you can shave off your drive in New York City. Yeah. Yellow lights are just a personal challenge. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you got a few seconds left. You better. Be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Great. So uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, you know, and, and I know, yes, you you are officially uh, American artist, but you know, the, the best thing is you've crossed your five year mark. So you're, you're kind of yeah. officially Canadian now. Right. I, that, I'm getting acclimatized real fast. I no longer have to wear a. I no longer have to wear pants during the wintertime. I'm actually working on the shorts now with the boots. And, and nice. I'm, <laughs> oh, what, yeah. what was there? What What do you call a winter hat in your household? Uh, I call them beanies, but I guess they're called toques. Or something. <laughs> that's, I call it a beanie, man. Where I come from, it's. A, but I, I wear those. That's that's actually so. Uh, my merchandise. We got we got the hats. We got hats. So they're beanies. So yep. they're. You know, it fits right in with y'all style and everything. Make, make sure to grab some. That's know? right. That's right. <laughs> wear them with the boots. Just make sure to wear them with the boots. I, I'm waiting for the first picture I get of somebody who actually, you know, rocking my merchandise, but they do it the true Canadian style in six foot of snow with just the sweatshirt on and, and the hat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or a plaid I, jacket. I some, yeah. Uh, there you go. The flannel jacket. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. For sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's excellent. Before we get in too much further, uh, Matty, did you want to jump in with the with our news? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, I found this article. I had to read it twice because uh, it was that I was like, "This, there's no way this is real." But it, it turns out that's it's true. So, um, <laughs> so the article reads: Doc uses saw to cut do-it-yourself sex toy off of junkie's penis. <laughs> <laughs> so. A lot, a lot to unpack there. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Yeah, we need to recap there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a Moroccan do it yourself. A Moroccan man do it yourself sex toy uh, cut off the blood supply to a man's penis and it had to be cut off with an electric saw. Uh, I would have been just like leave it on. <laughs> it's like, now part yeah. of me. <laughs> yeah, it's now part of so, me. I would have gotten so scared when they pulled out the electric saw that it would have fell off. Yeah, awesome. Yep, for sure. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't care. You would have had to go the extra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have happened. Yep. Man. <laughs> um. So uh, apparently, um. This guy's whole area had become swollen, blue, and cold to the touch of a result of a both a drug-fueled hormone-injected hijinks. So wow. he was on drugs and hormones at the same time. All right. Um, but even when he arrived at the hospital, he remained erect, which was the shocking part because it was 12 hours right. <laughs> after the event started. He gonna put Viagra out of it. <laughs> yeah. Had to have been. Had to have been. <laughs> he came up with the new miracle cure. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No shit. Um, <laughs> they just pump so it out of the penis now as a blood supply. <laughs> so at the hospital, he admitted he used a four centimeter diameter gold ring to try and maintain an erection, uh, which caused this whole or, or, whole or, whole ordeal. Yeah, that's, I, that's, that's what I was like. Four, four centimeters is not very big. <laughs> okay, so first of all, the whole the whole what kind of mindset do you have to have to approach this? Like, is this like a challenging? Like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna conquer this goal. Or is this more like, I hope I get this right. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Because like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it seems like one of the things. If you don't follow procedure right, you you gonna end up like he did, like. <laughs> Right. Right. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like you gotta have a checklist. You know what I think it is? I I think by the sound of that description, he said to someone, I bet you I can put my wedding band over my dick. I dare you. Yeah. I I bet you that's where that came from. I got got 400 right here. Go ahead. Prove that to me. Yeah. I'll pay your medical bills. Don't worry about it. One of those things where like it started off with like, you know, four guys and laughter and turn yeah. out the other three just kind of go home like, and never speak of that moment again. <laughs> hey, you remember that one time? No, I don't remember No, that. I have no I idea what I'm you're talking about. Nobody remembers <laughs> that we never speak of it again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I've personally never seen Bill before in my life. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so apparently they tried to remove it with uh, tin snips, but that failed. And so they had to bring out the electric saw. Um yeah. So the unidentified man, however, good news. Uh, everything returned to normal, and did you say, uh, un- no. Did you say unidentified? You said the, unidentified. The, yeah, the, the unidentified yeah, I man. Bet he's walking around all masked. Up. He ain't even got one mask on. He's got two. He put one on his forehead just so he ain't. Just to walk out of the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the next six months, that guy's gonna look like the like. The people that no, were trying he ain't to coming get... out of his house for the next six months. Bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he Amazon sure. ordering every day. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez, that's yep. just great, man. I don't know if I can do all that. I, yeah, I definitely don't. I don't think that would be me, man. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, I think on a drunk night, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure they over embellished that by saying that it was a sex toy. There's no way that they bought a sex toy that was like a four inch no, gold band. He paid the journalist. He's like, man, look, I'm. Can I give you a hundred just to write this part in instead of you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a cover yeah. up, right? I don't know. Do, do you cover up four centimeters? <laughs> that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to like look at this like like Google like four centimeters I'm diameter. Like, yeah, no, Wait, it, it's it's like like, like pinky. Like, you're, you're... How small is that? I don't even like. It's actually not that small. Oh, it's not small, is it? Like, okay. It's no, small. it's almost two Wait, inches. Of, two inches y'all, across. Y'all Canadians, y'all Canadians do yeah. your uh, y'all y'all Canadians do your snow in centimeters, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. They say, man, we're yeah. gonna have fifty centimeters of snow. I start putting on boots up to here. It goes outside. There's like this much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. that's not yeah. inches. Yeah. No, it's not inches. Yeah. 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 No, okay. no, you're right. It's 2.5 centimeters to the end. So I, I guess. 2.5 centimeters. Yeah. 2.5. That, yeah. That's, okay. That's, yeah, that's. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now, they did say, did they say that was like the, the diameter or the circumference? <laughs> diameter. Okay. Okay. Well, there yeah, we go. So that's there not, we go. not crazy. Yeah. So maybe was some that, credit. Was that a step up from the previous try? Or was that a. <laughs> Just pulls out five centimeters last time, or was it three? Just pulls out one of those jewelers ring measuring things and just keeps going down the steps. Oh my god! Oh god! That's crazy. That's epic. That's epic right there. Yeah, let's. We'll we'll remain unidentified. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So uh, my article on this one. uh, This honestly, I power laughed when I read this uh, because you know, first of all, uh, we always seem to get a lot of the articles that are Canadian or or American, especially out of Florida. This one actually comes all the way from from Poland. So uh, this this was fun. So the article read, um, mystery animal lodged in Poland tree turns out to be a croissant. 
I seen this. I a croissant? It. I was reading this on Twitter. <laughs> I, said, I said, whatever, whoever found that, whatever they were on, good job, guys. Y'all found something really groovy, man. There's actually a really good <laughs> picture of it. croissant become an animal, I mean... I even remember back in my glory days, nothing like that ever happened. So <laughs> I can only imagine what they were on. Like, seriously. And what's even worse is that the croissant looked like a straight brown. It wasn't even like all pretty croissant. Like no. it was a, it was like a lame ass croissant, but it, but it's, yeah. but it's like stuck between two twigs. It's not even like a huge tree. It's like a thin pencil branch that it's not like, oh, this animal is, is worthy of calling animal welfare society. <laughs> but they did. They did. So, so the article basically read that, um, that the, the person had seen this out their window. They called in the, the animal, uh, welfare society, uh, to which they said they thought it was, um, an animal with reptilian features, uh, that it, uh, that it resembled a dragon child. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I, I, you would think that a description like that, people would be like, and we're done and they hang up the phone, but, <laughs> but sure enough, uh, they, they came out and, uh, they basically, uh, climbed up, uh, into the tree to find find out that uh basically the 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 rescuers just burst into a fiddle after which was heard inside the building and um they basically pulled out the the pastry and uh, said that there was nothing to worry about probably what happened is someone either ditched out the window to feed some birds or or it was stale or whatever they chucked it out and and that's how this all happened so it was quite funny what i love the best about this article though is at the very end they don't say what happened to the pastry <laughs> Yeah. Another thing thing is they don't they don't tell you about the person who filed the report. Right. They don't they don't really divulge into whether the person was an upstanding citizen or one of those lower end citizens. Because like I'm I'm dead serious, man. How you look out your window and be like, what is? Yeah, man. We got something going on over here, man. It's not a new animal, man. And I wonder, man, is this the same? Like, is this guy related to the four four centimeter guy? Because like, they seem to have the same genetical brain. Right. <laughs> like, and, the situation seems to be a little bit off. You know what I mean? Like, and by the I, way, I, when you're here, uh, bring nine one one with you. <laughs> like, and like, if people are willing to send people out, I mean, maybe it was a slow news day, and we don't know what happened to the croissant because it's still under investigation. <laughs> maybe they, maybe they need to look into the croissant's past and see where it was manufactured. Right? You know, who who bought the croissant? He has ties and associations yeah. to known terrorist yeah. organizations. Yeah. Was, was it a was it a filled croissant? Was it was it was it cheese? Yeah. Was it chocolate? What was AT, this? His ATM records show some weird financial, uh, some, you know, discrepancies. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> there was money inside that croissant. <laughs> it was like, really. How do you look out a window and be like, "Yo, man, there's a new animal." What, I mean, like, what the? What is? What the, the fuck is that animal? <laughs> did the croissant move? No. And did you see the croissant move? If you seen the croissant move, please explain to me how the croissant moved. Did it move like this? Did it move like this? <laughs> at this point, man, you got me intrigued. Right. You're talking about a croissant resembling an animal and then they took it so seriously man that's that's what blew my mind and the only reason i read it on twitter is because i couldn't i couldn't believe it to be real like i had i had to be like this guy this is this is a joke or something yeah right? like, 
Did you hear about that monument? I got a news story, man. The oh, monument. hey, right on. <laughs> Go for did it. Y'all, did y'all hear about that monument that would suddenly appear and disappear? Yes. Like, um, We've had a few know, of those. Yeah, yeah. We actually touched on it. Yeah? Yeah. So yeah. whatever happened to that, man? I like. I never heard anything more about it. Like, it was like suddenly just erased from news media. Like, yes. To cover up. Where'd it go? What happened? <laughs> it did show up in a bunch of different places. Yeah. Yeah. Last it, time I heard it was in Italy. So the last place was Italy, huh? Yep. Yeah. I heard it was somewhere in some, was it a desert or some rocky yep. mountain? Yeah, that, that was just before Italy. Okay, so that was before yeah. Italy. Yeah, somewhere so in Wyoming, I think it was. Have we determined what it is? Have we determined, like, what's going on with this? Like, No, no, there's, uh, you know, they, and, and the, the funniest thing is, uh, you know, the, the way it appeared, it didn't have any tracks, anything around. They assumed it must have been airlifted in, if anything. And the structure, the way, I guess it was cut, and every, like the, the amount of weight that it weighed, the whole night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all technically, or uh, what do they call it, engineeringly weird or unexplainable. Ways. Yeah, and it made a weird, roll, a low <laughs> rumbling sound or something. Inside, really? yeah, I never heard about yeah. that part. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. didn't, so didn't someone create a joke one like a mimic it, and but they put something funny, like a funny sound inside of it? Didn't we touch on that, Tony? Uh, I think there was. Didn't someone make a food version of it somewhere? Really? I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think there was. Now I don't we got to so. follow up on this. Not, not nice. Not nice. <laughs> you know I mean? like, I, it literally was like something that everybody was talking about for like days, almost like weeks, and then all of a sudden. No, what would happen? Nobody's talking about it no more. Yeah, like, I mean, because you know what happened? The the government released all the fact that UFOs were real. Oh yeah, and I and then it that. then people were kind of like so involved with COVID that they just didn't pay attention. But the few yeah. conspiracy theorists out there are like, I was right, I knew it. And then of course that monument was just gone. <laughs> like th- th- yeah. at this point, yeah. the, it's I mean, all about the aliens. If you're a conspiracy theorist, you're you're at the best time in your life right now. You're at the, <laughs> you're, at the you're at the pinnacle. You have reached the <laughs> echelon. You're standing there like Zelda with that piece above your head. Like I am ready to take on the dragon in the next room because yep. like. You like there's so I I've heard everything, man. Uh, as a matter of fact, man, my homie just hit me up yesterday, last night, and said, "Man, is the is the Chinese People's Army or whatever? Are they really walking around your streets with the Canadians?" And I'm like, "Who the hell?" And I let me, I, I want to say, let, look, I, I want to be more appropriate about this. Let me let me take this seriously and not just joke about it, because he was being serious. So let me let me take it seriously. He said. Hey, bro, can y'all leave your houses over there in Canada? And I said, yeah, yes and no. I said, you know, a lot of stuff isn't open. I said, grocery stores, convenience, things like that. But there's a lot of aisles with the, you know, aisles that are closed off because in here in Ontario and Toronto area, it's like really bad. So you're only allowed to buy necessities. You can't even go nowhere, right? Yeah. So I was telling him about that. He was like, next question out of his mouth. Is the Chinese army around? I lost it. (laughs) I, put, I laughed. I, you know, the little emoji where you laugh, like dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, literally, I'm like, this dude's high. What's up, bro? What's up? I said, no, bro, there ain't nothing like that happening here. He said, reason why I asked is this because it's been cited that they are teaming up with top officials in Canada right now. <laughs> I start looking out my window. I'm opening the door. Checking the I'm having a whole, you know, Cuban Missile Crisis over here. Like, I, I'm just... Where's he getting out, his right? info from? We don't even know about this. <laughs> I, 
No, that ain't real. I said, trust, I'll be the first one on social media. Like, yo, we got the red army up in here in Canada. <laughs> I said, no, nah, worst thing we got. I said, the worst thing we got is, a, is the regular political, you know, that I, I told we have regular stuff just like America does. I mean, it ain't no, you know, it, yeah. it ain't no, no, all of a sudden you walk into like never, never land over here. Or yeah. It's not like that. <laughs> same shit different pile that's right right. exactly and what's what's crazy about it is like americans really believe like canada's so different like yeah yeah Yeah. it blows my mind i mean yeah y'all speak a couple different languages and stuff but y'all money funny (laughs) the only thing we're that every day man (laughs) (laughs) only thing we're super different about is the fact that we've got uh more uh flavors and strengths of beer than the americans so Hey man, I'll put it to you like this. Y'all got more flavors and strengths of everything. Okay? I mean, like, it don't matter what it is. Y'all got different flavors of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Except for cereal. We have got the smallest cereal section. The last time I walked through an American Walmart, I was like two rows dedicated to cereal. And I'm like, oh my God, there are brands that I have only ever seen on television in my youth. And in- you know, what's funny, what's funny is I, I like I go through the grocery aisles here and y'all have some of the weirdest cereals. I'm like, fruity lucky Captain Charms. And I'm like, <laughs> y'all just decided to throw whatever. What kind of weird series happening at the post factory? Decided, <laughs> what's even worse? Like, what's even worse is like my 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 like I have so many kids and stuff that my my cupboards that we have for just the cereal, it looks like one of those aisles that you see. <laughs> it has 14 different, you know, cereal boxes, different flavors. And it's like, you walk in, I get intimidated. I open it up. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Choice confusion. That's right. Children, yeah, point out what you want. Not, just, just to be clarified, just to be clarified, we keep it simple in this house. We don't have none of that fruity, charming captain stuff. Okay? <laughs> we've got some Rice Krispies. We've got some some shredded wheats and, and you know, but I, I like y'all really have some unique flavors. I mean, um, we went to a donut place one time, man. And y'all had <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch donuts yes cinnamon oh, toast yeah. yeah yeah cinnamon to- i died yeah I died. yeah those are amazing <laughs> yeah those are amazing and, and have you tried the like this y'all wonder why y'all like this big sometimes put it all together like we having a whole traducan with cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> <laughs> right, man, okay. have you tried the uh the timbit cereal yeah, actually, we got a box of that in there. We, nice. we have a box. Of, yeah, we have a box of ten bit cereal in there. It's your fancy cereal. <laughs> um, I think the craziest we ever did was, I think it was a Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms did some kind of unique thing or something. They added a new marshmallow. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. I take pictures of all the weird cereals that I try, man. So I'm sure if you go back through like my Facebook story archives, you're like, hey. I've had that one. Hey, I've had that one. Like, people in the States are like, bro, what is that? Right. Is what? it any good? <laughs> Where's your Count Chocula's at? <laughs> is it true that Lucky Charms did an all marshmallow cereal or is that just a myth? I have never seen an all marshmallow Lucky Charms, but I am afraid for anybody who eats a box of Lucky Charms cereal. Like, you, you better have that free health care of Canada. Diabetes is on the That's label. Right. That's right. <laughs> Just remember. <laughs> 50 grams of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I see this TikTok video again. My son showed me this TikTok video or Instagram video or something. One time he's like, what do you get when you eat a, what was it, man? Eat a bowl of sugar or something? He's like, get motherfucking diabetes. And that's all I can think of. <laughs> when these people bring out like these, these extravagantly sugary or greasy things, that's all I can think about when people eat like that. Or when I see people eat like that, like y'all's poutines, y'all's poutines <laughs> make me afraid for my health, man. Oh, yeah. Like, that's only because it's so good. the most monstrous thing I've ever seen y'all create. And even worse, man, when I was doing one of my shows down in Toronto, we ended up going to y'all's official poutine place. The guy with the face. Oh, oh smokes. Smokes. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So we took the pictures and we did the whole little meet and greet thing with the with the with the guy and everything. And and he, uh, we, man, this chick she ended up getting this big monstrous thing, and my queen on the side she ended up getting this big monstrous thing, and I'm like. Nah, bro. Can I have a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, can I just get a hot dog, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do it. Y'all, what is the cheese curd? Like, that just is like, oh, yeah. And so then good. the gravy, and yeah. I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all have you ever been to, uh, since you've been here, have you ever gone to like a sugar bush or something in no, traveling? Sugar where bush. sugar bush is where they actually like ta- in, in the, the winter, they'll tap trees. And it'll be an outdoor area, so they'll tap maple syrup. And then outside, they have these big skillets, and they just cook pancakes all day long and then use the syrup from the trees. Yeah. Where do I got to go for this? Yeah. <laughs> well, where we're from, there's one north of our, our city, Kingston. Yeah. Um, a really awesome one. But, yeah, they're all over. And yeah. look it up, man. They're called sugar bushes. Yeah. Your family will love it. Oh, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. so we were we were okay. So we did the Toronto Islands thing. We did the zoo. We did we did all the campgrounds. We did uh, you know uh, the Roms and the Ripleys and the, mm-hmm. we've done it all, right? We, we that that was like we spent the first like couple of years just going to place after place because you know if we're gonna leave where we were living, why not come and enjoy and experience and and do it yep. whatnot? Um, and I'll tell you what, man, like. There's been some really cool, like, you know, like there was this ice cream place down on the, on the Harbor front there, um, where like, it's like one of those hole in the wall kind of places. Oh, I've had y'all's 24 karat ice cream. Um, I don't think I've had that yet. Oh, you haven't had that? No. It's off of market. It's down off of, uh, the marketplace. Where's that marketplace called? Um, Kensington market. I've heard of it. I haven't had it though. Oh man, I t- I tell you what, I tell you what, I will uh, I will sell you or not sell you, I will show you. Um, so I'll send you some pictures and show you like the area or whatnot. Maybe yeah. maybe you'll know where it's at. Whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I, I know where uh, there's Kensington is. Yeah, it's uh, but I've never I've never actually had the twenty four. You know, I'll be honest cream. with you, man. I don't know really what's popping off down now because like Toronto's all locked down, so I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. Y'all not from Toronto though. Y'all are from where? Kingston. Yeah, we're just a few hours. Yeah, just a couple hours away. Yeah, that's not that far, right? Nope. No, not at all. Nope. Yeah, two hour drive. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, rationally speaking, that's far, but not that far for like Ontario purposes. Yeah. You got a a question here from one of our listeners. Beth's asking you if if you've done the hell holes yet. What is the hell holes? What is that? So it's like a a cave splunking kind of place. You go walking through the woods and then there's the, all these multiple holes in the ground with like ladders and stuff. And then you can climb down into these caves and um, it's called the hell holes. Yeah. I think it's around the Napanee area. uh, If I remember correctly, it's just, just a little bit North of Napanee. So uh, so we were getting ready before COVID hit. Our, one of our family vacations was going to be the Warsaw caves. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of that? The mm-hmm. first time games, we were going to go there. Yeah. Um, I, I have not. Uh, so obviously, COVID, you know, has is, is been here since 2020, like 2019, 2020, you came in in March and all of that, right? Yeah. So, like, we had this whole run of things going for that. But then so when this came, like, I've got a son that's got some lung issues and, and you know, you've got some, some issues in the house that affect health and things. So mm. we couldn't jeopardize without, you know, because we didn't know enough in the beginning about COVID or, or about anything that was going on to be like, okay, we're not going to care. We're just going to still go. Yeah. So once everything hit and still to this moment, we've kind of been more protective. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really go anywhere. We haven't really done anything. And, you know, it, it's been a little frustrating. You know, the family's kind of like, man, I wish we could go places again. And, you know, but it's nice to be able to say that when this is all over, we've got, we've got things we're looking forward to. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to getting back out to Algonquin Park. Like I've never been oh, there. Yeah. Such a beautiful place. That's amazing. Muskokas are up by you too. Yep. Muskoka? Muskokas? Muskokas. Yeah. yeah a little, little north. Uh, it's, it's like... Muskoka's is is pretty famous. There's lakes out there that all the all the famous NHL players own cottages out there, uh-huh. and that's where they go. So literally, like I've been out there and we've been on the water and we see like giant houses on the water and just full full of like half naked women, right right on, just waving, <laughs> drinking beers, waving. It's crazy. Oh gee, you just killed <laughs> That's right. Now I don't get to go. Uh, no but no um where like things like that see that's that's what i value in life like i know everybody's like man you know how come you know how come you don't have the cars or you know fancy all this and i'm like man i'd rather live life that's right you know it it cost me like cost me like almost thousand plus dollars a month just to feed my family so Mm -hmm. if you budget that in then you look at like i'm not really sitting with a whole lot i like i want to go i'd be like yo man let's take the private jet we're going over here you know (laughs) but it's nice to be able to sit here and say you know at least i got something to look forward to now i've got you know the hell holes and the masokas and Mm -hmm. i mean these are things that make life still worth living that's right that's right i've got i've got something to look forward to yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Beth also mentioned Wasaga Beach isn't that far from you. Uh, if you also oh, like yeah, to, yeah, if you like to play paintball, they've got a fantastic paintball uh, course there where they have like hundreds oh, and hundreds of people. I was supposed to do my son's birthday there. That was where we were getting ready to do my son's birthday. Oh, and nice. And they that totally just got shut down. And we and oh, and they they built the the Palladium over here in in uh, the what is it the Brampton area? They yep. built that Palladium over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another thing we were getting ready to go do. Yeah. COVID just crapped it all up for everybody. It craps on everybody. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If this doesn't make you realize what's really important in life now, then you're still lost. You're always going to be lost. I mean, if it doesn't take a pandemic to make you realize that family, life, the world, your neighbor right next to you, these are all important things. And you you take them for granted or you, you don't appreciate them or you sit there and just say, you know, yeah, they'll be here tomorrow, no stress. And then you wake up and they're like, boom, you can't go see them. You can't go talk to them. You can't hug them. You yeah. can't either. They gone. You know, yeah. and it's like, I wish I could have spent more time with that person. Well, yeah. They'll make you realize without actually losing a person, how much that person meant to you, you know what I mean? Or how much that situation or, you know, that idea, that career, that job, that whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I really think COVID should be awakening to people. It shouldn't be something that everybody's like, oh man. Yeah. It's a bummer, you know, because I like I hear a lot of people that are like, man, stupid COVID, stupid COVID, stupid COVID, man. Yeah, all right, man. Stupid COVID. But 
out of the bag comes good, man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but you use manure to grow a beautiful garden. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So yep. if you can understand the rationality behind using manure to grow the most beautiful garden, then you can understand the rationale and how I can say you should find the good in COVID. Because yeah. it's at this moment that you see the truest potential of people. You see these frontline workers really stepping up and doing the job. You see our social justice system right now really stepping up and coming to the rescue of, of you know, our African brothers and sisters who need it. You know what I'm saying? The people who are getting shot on the streets. Yeah. You know, these cops are using these advantages. I mean, in today's society, I know there's a lot of negative and I know everything's always miserable all the time. And social media has a way of just making you wake up in a great mood and then be like, ah, I'm no longer in a great mood. And that shouldn't happen. Social media shouldn't dictate how you perceive the world around you. Mm. And I think social media, you know, made COVID out to be the enemy and it is a dangerous thing and we should be respectful of it, but we should also learn from the lessons that we have been taught from this because out of it we can learn how to unify better we can learn how to come together to overcome problems together you know do you see the world unite like whenever have you seen the world come together as one people to try to overcome a situation yeah i mean it i don't know i could probably go on for hours about this but i'm just saying like people need to be aware that yes it's a bad situation but there's a lot of good right now you just gotta you just gotta pay attention man. yeah a lot of these celebrities are showing the right kind of leadership a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of these businesses are changing the way that they deal with customers and in tune how they treat their employees. Yes. Um, you know, benefits. I, I've heard a lot of talk lately about the benefits, especially here in Ontario. Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm serious. Like Doug Ford is really serious. He's really great on the political aspect, but he sucks at like the schooling. Stuff. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I revolt against Doug Ford's political agenda. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't take no political viewpoints. I'm just joking. It's true. It's true. It's only get like 10 tweets after this. Like, yeah. man. <laughs> you went too far. <laughs> you know, but, but it's, it's true. You know, you've got, uh, you got really good points about trying to find the good things and everything. Uh, you know, spending your time with your family. I mean, how often do you ever actually get to spend this much time with your family and kids? Now there's, there's a flip side to that, right? Like you, you could yeah. see, will your relationships really last? This is a great test yeah, when you're, yeah. when you're locked oh, yeah. down and stuck with them. Uh, do you love your kids that much when you're homeschooling? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's like the great test, right? And, and how well do you uh, persevere over top of everything? And, uh, yeah. but, but you're right. There's, there's a lot of good times. Uh, there's a lot of good things about unifying people together. Um, you know, social media is a real, uh, there's a, there's a boon to it. You know, there's a lot of uh, good things that so social media could do in the right hands. Uh, you know, the fact yeah. that because of this, we can still stay connected with everybody. We can still sit and do uh, interviews with, with celebrities like yourself and, and to be able uh, to still have that conversation and bring that to people who are stuck in their houses and, and can't go out and do these things on a norm. And that's, my friends, is what an entertainer's job is. Yeah. And I feel like that's just something that got lost on the entertainment society today. I mean, I felt like it was our job. It's our job to do this. You know, my mine is the entertainer. It's my job to take the time out of my day, to take the time out of whatever I'm doing, to sit here and give new, you know, give new information, give new philosophies, new ideas, build other leaders around me in order to make the world better but i can't do that if i'm sitting at home not talking to anybody not doing nothing so yeah i agree social media is great in that aspect if used for that aspect 
Yeah. And, you know, obviously I like to surround my, myself with, with winners and, and like-minded kings who kings and queens who think of that similar, you know, idea, because in order for the world to get better, the good people have to actually do something. Yeah. And we can't just sit here. We actually have to say something. We actually have to push. We actually have to fight. And, you know, I know a lot of my interviews are always the same repetitive stuff, but it's because people don't get it. You don't have to be what you see on TV. You don't have to be what the world shows you. You don't have, you can be a good hearted, normal, regular person. Just be yourself. Yeah. Because you, that you are, is the most amazing thing. Okay. Because you, 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 you made it this far. You, you have experiences that nobody else has. You have, you have ideas, you have art, you have, you have characteristics about you that even celebrities, world famous Brad Pitt celebrities don't have. Yeah. And it's because of those uniquenesses that everybody, everybody is a star. It's just a matter of you accepting inside yourself that you're a star. Yeah. The moment you accept it, the moment you believe it is the moment that you can start seeing how the world can change for the better. You start saying, well, I myself want to be better. And then by you trying to be better, you start affecting the people around you and they want to start being better. Mm -hmm. And then the people around them want to start being better. And so now you've got this movement of progression towards better. And don't get me wrong, man. I'm not one of them holy roly types. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm not, a, I'm not a holy roly. I'm not, I believe that each person should be able to choose and live their life according to the way that they want to live it and be respected for the way that they live their life. If they choose personal beliefs, they respect their personal beliefs because that's them and that's who they are. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like today's entertainment world really took away from that, man. They, they expect you to be one way. You have to act one way. You have to dress one way. You have to look one way. If 800 million TikTok users are doing it like this, well, we got to do it like this. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I, everybody's unique. Each person should be their own thing. Yeah, you know this whole mass movement stuff that cancer culture really, really took a toll on us, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so uh, a couple questions before we get to uh, to our twenty questions. Um, yeah, you know, so uh, one of the things I I love, uh, you know, when I was doing a lot of reading about you, uh, first of all, uh, you know, Beth <laughs> nailed that. You know, your positivity is absolutely fantastic, and uh, and I and I super love that. Um, but you know, you you've come from some some pretty tough backgrounds. You you yeah, you spent some time. Uh, you've done time. <laughs> you've done uh, a really rough start to life. And, and, and you made something like, and, and, it, and I love that again, there's that, that possibility and, and the positivity of like, you know, you, you see something, you want to do something and you just, you reach out and you have to do it. I believe that for those who wholeheartedly want something in life, and I don't just mean those that look on their phone and say, dang, I wish I had that huh. or look at them celebrities and be like, man, I wish I could live like that. As long as I can remember back, and as far as I can remember, and I'm talking about, you can ask people who knew me when I was probably knee high to a grasshopper, man, that I have always wanted to be a rapper. I've always, there's just something, it's something about the expression, being able to express myself as who I am. And at the point when I started, when I really was trying to be a rapper, like, because I've almost put 18 years now to shoot kids. It's been a lot of years now, I've been, and professionally, probably about nine, ten years. But 
all my life, I've been trying to be a rapper. I wanted to be a rapper. I can remember back in high school, sitting down writing raps and, and giving them to my friends so that they could go down to Indianapolis and, and perform at bars down in Indianapolis. They were using my songs to go perform and win awards down in Indianapolis. And I was like, man, if, if they can do it, why can't I? Right? Mm -hmm. You know? So I ended up choosing the whole wrong path. <laughs> but the dream to always be something in life, you know, that dream to be something. Mm -hmm. I always had and I still have that. I, you know, I look at me and I look at what I am and I'm not satisfied. Yeah. I know that there's more inside of me. There's more potential to be even better. There's more potential to be even greater, more life changing, more world changing. Um, you know, my biggest fear of life is, is uh, unfulfilled potential, um, meaning I never get the chance to rise to my fullest potential. Mm -hmm. I'm most afraid of that. I'm most afraid of laying on my deathbed and knowing that I could have been one of the greatest to ever do it and lead an iconic role and actually show you an iconic entertainer, not just the greatest lyricist of all time or the greatest wild boy of all time or whatever the case may be, but like an actual icon, a world changer, you know, because to me, it's more about the legacy that I leave behind. It's more about it's more about the character of who I am and what I show my son and what I build in my family and what I build in my followers than it is about the money or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd love the money, man. <laughs> I love, I, <laughs> we all love the I money love if it's it there. I love it all, man. Don't get me wrong. I'd love yeah. it all. But at the end of the day, man, I got to be thankful that I try to show people how to do it the right way. And it may be hard. It may be rough. And I know that people look at me and they're like, man, you're, you're not cool because you're not like this. Or you're not respected because you don't have X amount of sales or X amount of millions of dollars or whatever. But if you read the title, the title says multi-award-winning, history-making, CEO, actor, producer, director. That's that's me. That's who I am. That's what I've done. That's what I've accomplished. You can see this. This is written in history that I have accomplished these things. Yep. It's time to own that, right? It's time to believe in it. And I told people, I tell people this. If you believe inside of you that you have the capability to do something, then don't give up. Don't give up. There's no reason. I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care how bad. Man, I've been really bad. I have been really bad. And when I say really bad, I mean really bad. Like, mm -hmm. There's no more really bad than really bad. Yeah. yeah. And somehow through whatever you call it, the grace of God, whether you call it the love of my beautiful queen, whether you call it the desire to be better for my kids, whatever the case was, I never gave up. And now we're sitting here and we're having this conversation and the only thing that I want people to take away from this is that you have the power inside of you, no matter what your past is, no matter what your circumstances, you have the power to be the most amazing you. Mm -hmm. Just go out and do it. Because I'm going to be right there in your corner like, yup, yup, look at him being amazing. Look at her being awesome. Because the world needs more of that. And I would rather lead by example than to be one of those fake and phony fluffers on MTV or whatever it is nowadays that you see and watch and do YouTubes and all this crap where they've got all the jewels, all the cars, all the women and everything, but it's not theirs. They don't own it. They never get a say so over their life. They ain't seen their family in six months. They never get a chance to do what they want to do in life. Yeah. I go fishing when I want to, I do whatever I want to do in life. I spend my life with my family. It's heaven. It's heaven. Yeah. You're now, living would the it dream. be better with all the money? Sure, man. It'd be better, bro. You would fit. Maddie, see, I got a question for you, man. You're happy with your situation, right? 
you, you like where you're at. You feel like you, you've, you've gotten something, you've done something, like you came from nothing and created something, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you would be most happy if they say, hey, Maddie Z, man, we want you as, uh, you know, uh, TR, what is it, TR, what is it, TRC, what is, what is that, that countdown, what is that thing, man? TMZ. TMZ. We, TMZ wants you, man. TMZ wants you to come on and they want you to be the face of TMZ. Are you going to pass that up? Probably not. (laughs) You had to hesitate? So even though you're satisfied in your life and even though you are happy with what you created and what you, there's still always that thought that if more came your way, you would do Mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I'm no different, man. I'm no different. I'm happy with what I've done. I'm happy with what I've created. And I believe wholeheartedly in the fact that we are doing something truly amazing and unique. Um, you know, our, our songs are about being icons, role models. It's about love. We're not out here trying to tear down the next artist. We're not out here. We support everybody. I mean, I don't believe that there's ever been a white rapper who has gone out and embraced the fact that they don't have to be stereotypical, that they don't have to be what society says they have to be, and that it doesn't matter if the people think they're cool or not. We're going to show the world that being a normal, respectable, proper person and an entertainer at the same time can go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to be wild. You don't have to be outlandish. You don't have to be drama starting or cussing the next artist or entertainer or dropping tabloid stuff or just be normal, man. Be yeah. cool. Have normal conversations you know, when you see kids, you know, sign their little autographs or buy them backpacks or give the schools millions of dollars who need it instead of flossing it in your videos all the time. I mean, I just frustrated, man, frustrated <laughs> with what I see on TV, frustrated with what my kid divulges. And there's nothing I can do to fight it. I mean, mm. if I tell him, no, you can't listen to that song, I'm just going to go find it somewhere else. So, I mean, it's not it's not. We have to fight back. You know, society throws down your face all the time. Evil, pollution, degradation, Mm -hmm. uh, social dramas all the time. You have to find a way to to constantly shield yourself, man. I know a lot of people think of me as funny because I don't watch TV, man. I don't watch TV at all. Not one. I I don't watch TV. I don't know what's on TV. I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies that are horrifying. I don't watch television show or uh, uh, Netflix series that are, I watch stuff that is quality. I want that, you know, there's that old philosophy. What you take in is what you put out, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you, what you eat is what your body becomes, yep. right? Well, it's the same thing, man. Your mind and your heart go the same way. If you, if you constantly taking in all that, then your mind and your heart become that. And if you allow yourself to become that, then you know better than the people you shaking your finger at. And I don't want to be one of those people that's shaking my finger and then looking just as bad. I would rather set the example, even if it means that I just don't get respected, you know, because I'm not cool enough or I'm not, you know, my, my kids, they made fun of me. It's like, oh, now look, you got some cool tattoos finally. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You know, we all have this need inside to want to be loved, to be appreciated. But when you can stop that, then you really truly become for yourself. Yeah. And once you start realizing that you got to be the best that you can be for you in order to be good for anybody else, and then everything changes, man. And yeah. that's 
that's all how we got to there because I didn't want to live that bad anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that anymore. And and you've I got like a past that most rappers out there try to to really push like i'm a badass i've had this i've been shot i've done these things they really come out and and i don't you know again we don't want to point fingers but i know there's a lot of uh really famous musicians uh even that came out of canada uh, toronto area talks the smack but they grew up in the beautiful neighborhood of toronto you know they grew up in richmond hill yes they grew up in richmond hill (laughs) yes they did And I see how pretty and lovely those wonderful houses are out there yeah. and basketball players that live out in Richmond Hill and fancy gated communities that are out in Richmond Hill. Yep. And let me explain something to you. Neither me nor my family have ever came from anything like that. And we still, at this moment in time, do not live in anything. Yes. Yeah. You, you know so, who I'm talking about. <laughs> if you could be out there, I mean, I, you can throw 416 up in the air and you can say I'm a god and you can say it's God's plan and everything. But at the end of the day, you're a fake. Yeah. You're a fake. Yeah. And people that I talk to here in this community and in this neighborhood, they have no respect for you. Mm-hmm. They have no respect for you because they know you're fake. Yeah. My people, they still have respect for me. They like, man, he came from nothing. He may not quite be as incredible as he wants to be, but he damn sure ain't what he used to be. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's what it's about. Forward progression at the end of the day is ultimate, right? That's yeah. the key. Yeah. And I, I find, like you said, man, these rappers nowadays, man, nothing they say is real. Yeah. Nothing that they have around them is real. Nothing that you see from them is real. Mm-hmm. And if it is real, then they are glorifying the negativity about it. They are not promoting the iconic Common. You know the rapper Common, right? Yep. Yeah. That dude is one of my favorites. I think he is the one of the most amazing. Not only is he so lyrically masterminded, he is an activist. He is a humanitarian. He's a philanthropist. He is trying to change the world for better. Mm-hmm. He is not out here glorifying negativity. He's yeah. not bringing, unless I tell you this right now, I could talk about some stories that would make these rappers look like babies. And the fact that, that I can do that. It, it gives me an edge yep. because I know the truth. Mm-hmm. And because I know the truth, I can speak more real about it than they can. Yeah. They can talk in their fancy repeated choruses and mumbled bars. <laughs> but at the end of the day, real is what always wins. Yep. And, you know, if you look back as much as I, as much as I have an issue with him, Eminem won all time because he was real. He stayed true to the facts. Yep. Now, yes, he may be outlandish. He may pick fights with nobody for, or he may pick fights with people for no reason. And he may do whatever it takes to try to remain pertinent. But at the end of the day, you got to give him his credit. The yep. man came out, he spoke about life. He spoke about situations and issues that were at the time unspoken. Mm. And until he embraced them, it didn't allow other people the opportunity to be fully real. And once we started to have this real understanding, we've never been able to replace it. We haven't been able to replace an Eminem Mm. because all these white rappers out here or all these other rappers out here, I should say, are trying to imitate rather than recreate. 
And when I say recreate, I don't mean recreate what somebody else has already done. Mm -hmm. Recreate your life in the form of music. Recreate your words in the form of sentences, bars, hooks, bridges, things like this. Yeah. Is there hope for it? I hope so. Yeah. You know, I'd like to say I'm 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 here to save the day, but you know, that's a society thing. You know, if society wants me to win, then they're going to they're going to buy my music, they're going to stream me, they're going to support me. Uh, I can't do nothing about that. All I can continue to do is be me. Yep. Be who I am. You know, my kids get sick of hearing it, man. They don't they don't like hearing me tell them, "Well, you can do better. We can do better. I can try to do better." I mean, I'm always looking for how we can make it better. Yeah. I don't want to constantly live in the same situation constantly spin my wheels it's like i was telling my buddy jimmy star from world star pr man that guy he's a bomb we love him shout shout out to a client plug not a client plug but a but a a a celebrity plug you know what i mean my my buddy over there jimmy star man i was telling him the other day so we don't have enough real in the entertainment business anymore see everybody hops on social media and says well i can do what that person does yeah and they have no experience they have no heart they have no dedication they have no commitment they have no understanding mm-hmm. i have friends that look at me and they say man you still doing this it's been how many years now you still doing this what you think i was going to give up or something dedication yeah. commitment persistence how did you get to where you're at anthony how'd you get to where you're at brother just hard work you know you got it hard you work, got it right? yeah hard work multiple times of trial and error oh, yeah. multiple times of failing your way to success correct yep yeah and we were talking about this before we started right man i failure man i feel like i feel like we are given situations if we pass them if we succeed off the first bat hoorah yay us right obviously that's the goal right yep but if we fail and we make that mistake I love what that person just said. What, yep. What's that say? Do, do what, what you, you love, love and love, and what, you love do. what you do. Yeah. Holy cow. That's exactly it, man. Yeah. If you are not doing something that is real and true to your heart, right? If, if you're not feeling it with the passion and you're not feeling it with the enthusiasm that you talk about, you know, your favorite celebrity or your, your favorite ball game or your, your favorite sports team or whatever, then you are not true. You are not serious. Mm-hmm. And the 99.9% of everything you see around you is not true. Okay. Yeah. Understand that right off the gate. Advertisements, Facebook, social medias, TVs, it's not true. It is all created images and false propaganda in order to buy something, support something, or do something that somebody else wants you to do. Mm-hmm. The moment you start doing what you love and loving what you do, you realize that you no longer have to, I, I personally don't care what the next person that's watching this video thinks about me. Right. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm in my sweatpants. I'm, I'm, I'm in my house. just chilling. I'm in my sweatpants. Right? Now some people will be right like, down well, Maddie's alley. Yeah. <laughs> I call it the COVID tuxedo. Hey, hey, man. You see, I tell you what, man, you got some arts. You should, you, you should think about maybe putting together some songs, man. I'm telling you, you got some. Matt, Maddie's got some. Maddie's got some great you, songs. I like it so far, man. Yeah. You, you should no, check awesome. out one of the older episodes we've got. Uh, we had Maddie as a guest and uh, you know, and it's funny because you were mentioning about lyrics and, and people who are trying to reinvent themselves or do something. And and one thing I've always told Matt that I love about his music is it's it's not negative music. It's not yeah. about 
killing and crimes. A lot of his stuff is about love or comedy or something, and it's yeah. it's true and it's fun and it's and it's funny stuff. So it's it's I really do a lot cool. of love and inspirational. Like I'm always trying to inspire somebody. Like I am a very bad person. I, I know everybody looks at me like I'm Mister Goody Goody or whatever it is, but I'm not. Dude, I cuss. I I I I smoke my weed. I I I would party if I could party. I would drink if it was a social activity. Like. I am just a normal person, right? Fart in yeah. elevators, press yeah, all the exactly. buttons, leave, hey, trap man, people. Like, oh man, come on, guys! I was like, man, why would you do that, man? This is wrong. I'm so serious. Yeah. I will blame it on the next person. <laughs> <laughs> now, the truth of the matter is, is that I don't, I don't want to pretend like I'm that fancy thing because I'm not. I am not fancy in any way, man. I'm totally like not fancy if you ask my wife and kids they'll be like he's the farthest thing from a celebrity <laughs> but other people in the world they look at me and they say you know uh this one guy he, he tweeted i even screenshotted the other day he said man you are an inspiration to me like to hear those words or to see somebody say that to you it makes you step back and be like what the hell is the inspiration then that is i don't see it right i don't see it i can't ever see it i'll probably will never be able to see it i mean i would love to see what everybody sees about me but i don't see it all right i got these blinders on i'm sorry i don't see what everybody else sees about me but celebrities fans followers and even my haters will tell you that dude is just something incredible i would love to be able to stand before you and tell you what it is because I, I don't know what it is because then I would be able to be able to reproduce it and we'd be able to market it and we'd put it on shelves and we'd put it in Toy Story boxes and the whole nine yards. I don't know. I just know that I have a desire to show people you don't have to what you have seen and what you have been presented in hip hop and white hip hop and entertainment is not it's not true. Come on, guys. It's not true. You just thought of the best idea. You could have like Twism white piece, the cologne, and it's yes. like a it's a big white cock, and the cologne comes out of the penis. Nobody wants a stream hitting them. It has to be a mist, man. If, 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 <laughs> out like the cleaners that are like that jet stream no you know? no no you, you you twist the head and it turns into a <laughs> you got options <laughs> i tell you what, if that inspires somebody we will do it, we will yeah. do it if that inspires somebody but yeah, no, yeah. at the end of the day at the end of the day i mean i just want people to understand that the way we're sitting here being normal with each other is the way the celebrity should be yeah. A celebrity yep. should never, ever act like they're better than somebody mm. because it's the fans who are the only reason that that celebrity is somebody. 100%. And the fact that people are, like you said, they're out here and they're pretending like they came from these bad areas or they're, or they're going around and they're creating fantasies that are just just jokes. Yeah. It, it, it At the end of the day, it takes away from people like me who are trying to show you yeah. That a normal father of six kids who's been married to his wife for 20 years, and I'm not out here trying to hoe around. I don't, I'm, I, I love my wife. Me and my yeah. wife just got matching kick ass little. Yeah, I saw your tattoos. Kids. They're fantastic. Yeah, cool. You're king and queen. I, mean, I love my wife. I love sharing yeah. time with my wife. My, my wife has given me the best of her years. 
and I would like to be able to give back to her a trip to Venice, uh, you know, or something worthwhile, something to say, you know what, I appreciate the years that you've given me. Mm. My kids, I would just like them to be proud of me. You know what I mean? Like, not be embarrassed, you know, like, <laughs> my dad's a rapper. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I want them to be like, that's my dad. You know what I mean? Like, we all have these. Fuck your dad, Jimmy. Yeah. He's an accountant. Oh, oh Doyle, your dad's going down, O'Doyle. Oh, <laughs> yes. We might want to stick away that. from the big white cock cologne then if, if you want them to respect No, that's genius. I, I, I mean, I'm pre-ordering. <laughs> I can see you misting yourself every morning with that, Matt. <laughs> Just take a picture. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah. Purposes, yeah. Right? That's no. building a prototype uh, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got the, you've got the printer. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Honey, we're going into the bottom drawer. Yep. <laughs> I need we this. We got a whole new marketing gimmick. We got a whole new Twism white piece. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just that's spell it W H I T E. This is great. What a great interview. I love this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, ultimately, at the end of the day, if it's inspirational, if it's motivational, if it's iconic, man, if it is normal and regular, that's me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the most lyrical. I'm not going to be able to uh, attack Eminem and uh, flex my lyrical power on him. It's never going to happen. Right? And I'm I'm not a wild boy, so I can't get up on stage next to MGK and be like, that, that crap don't work for me either. Yeah. But if you like love songs, if you like, uh, you know, you like good, wholesome, good stuff. I mean, not wholesome. I, I get pretty dirty with it, too. I mean, I'm, I'm just not vulgar. There's a difference. I'm explicit, but not vulgar. There's mm -hmm. a difference. Yep. Vulgar is when you don't know the words to say what you want to say. So you just use cuss words. Yep. <laughs> I'm explicit. I know how to use the English vocabulary very well. And I do. So whatever. You know what I mean? But. I want people to understand that you can be a normal, regular person and still be a celebrity, still be somebody that everybody else looks at and is like, wow, just be normal, be humble, yeah. be humble, always be humble. Yeah. Always be home. Yeah. You know, and it's really funny. Uh, I always I always love when I see these stories about Keanu Reeves. Because here's a oh, perfect man. guy who is just humble. And and That's you know the, the interesting thing I saw the there. other day was that uh, a woman backed into his motorcycle and then had the balls to blame him for parking his motorcycle there. And oh, and wow. and you could see all this video footage of it, but he just kind of walked up calmly. He he tells the police, and they're like, "Don't worry, I've got this." He talks to her for a few seconds, and he basically says, "Listen, if the bike starts, I'm just going to drive away. Don't no worries." And yeah, you know, yeah. and, and I think it took three or four attempts for that bike to start, but he did, but he and it, he just he drove it. away and waved to everybody and it, said, yeah. "Thanks, everybody, for your time." You know, awesome. like, and later that evening, he pulled up outside our house and went John, John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. <Winter. laughs> yeah. The part and we, we do don't have see. That on video as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't no surveillance on me now. Yeah, that's it. Though. That's it. You, you've got the right idea right there. He yeah. didn't make it a drama scene. He didn't make it a social media post. Yeah. He didn't turn it into uh, a CNN news topic. Yeah. He literally said, "Hey, man, accidents happen. Yeah. Let everything you good." He didn't even get cool. angry. Right, that was the best part. And, and that's what I love. I love Keanu Reeves is amazing. I'll tell you another one, Anthony Mackie. Um, yeah. Anthony yeah. Mackie, the new the new Captain America. He is he's another one of my icons. Like and Shaq. Shaq's an icon of mine. Like yeah. that's where actually where I got my name from. Like Twism, the world is mine. Like that was his 
brand back in the day was like TWISM. Yep. And I loved it. I, I was like, yes. And of course, like I said, I'm a huge Shaq fan. Like one day I will be able to talk to Shaq. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking it into existence. I will get yeah. to talk to Shaq. That's right. Um, you listen in Shaq. Guy, give us a shout. If, yeah. If you've ever, if you've ever seen him not on camera or if you've ever heard any of the stories about him, not on camera, he is a giant teddy bear and absolutely loved by everybody. And to me, I think that that is in that what it's about. Like, I know if you ask Bill Gates yeah. or if you ask Donald Trump or if you ask, you know, Shareem Abdul Rahif, the oil guy or whatever it is, they're all going to tell you it's about money. Yeah. Right. Because that's their passion. That's their goal. My goal is just to be me. My goal is just to be a better version of me every day. And in doing so, potentially, man, maybe tomorrow you'll be like, man, that dude really inspired me, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just want to be one of those stories. You know what I mean? One of those underdog stories that came up and rose up to show you absolute yeah. amazing. Yeah. Because you don't have to be an asshole to be a celebrity. Yeah. I, I love, I would have loved to see more of, of our, of, especially my Twitter fans in here. I would have loved to see more of them because there's a lot of them out there who are, they're so amazing because they believe just like they, like I'm on the top three rappers of all time. And we're not even talking about current mainstream rappers. We're talking like Sugar Hill Gang and, and Slick Rick and then Twizzle. And it's like, well, y'all, y'all come from back in that era, man. So y'all know real hip hop, right? You yeah. know what I mean? So like, it's nice that young all absorb my songs, you know, the playlist people, they love my songs and, mm. and of course the videos and things, but like, I find that it's more my character that like, I, I've never wrote a famous song. I've mm. never been on the billboards or anything like that. Right. Obviously that's my goal. Grammy, here I come. You know what I mean? But people look at me and they believe in their hearts and in their minds and in their souls that like, I had this guy, like, the last 30 days of his life was nothing other than spent trying to make me something. And when you think about that and you sit there and say that a man spent the last 30 days of his existence on this earth doing nothing from the time he got up to the time he went to bed, promoting, talking about, and helping me become a sensation. And then he dies. Wow. Do we call that fate? Do we call that coincidence? We call that planned. What do we call that? Because I have so many of these people who believe to the death that I'm going to be famous, that I am going to be the biggest, most amazing superstar that they've ever seen in their life. And they support and they, they tell me they inspire and all this stuff. And I get, I get like how. got this or you got that and i said well this person over here you know they they make a better song than i do oh but it's not about the song well, what's it about then because this person's got more money oh but it's not about them so what is it then nobody ever gives me an answer so i don't know but we're gonna keep doing what we're doing i don't know till we get that cologne and that until we get that cologne <laughs> <laughs> Once we get the sure. cologne, it's over. I quit. It's true. I, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> no, man, no. Man, no. y'all are great, man. I really appreciate y'all. It's man. good. We're having a lovely time. And you know what? I really do believe, like, they're, they're, they're right. You've got the right attitude for this, man. And and uh, that attitude alone, the right attitude. Now here's a question you right for you, man. And I want your honest opinion. And, I'm, and Maddie, I want your honest opinion, too. 
does being the right thing make you the right thing? Honestly, in today's world, does being the right thing make you the right thing? How many people or how many actors or how many things that you know are like, man, that would be the perfect. And then they never get, and it just never happens. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I look at um, when, when, when Heath Ledger, when, when Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker, yeah. a lot of people were like, ha, 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 yeah, like that's going to happen. Especially right? watching A Knight's Tale, right? Yeah, yeah no, exactly, yeah. right? But then he went on and he absorbed the task that he was given. Was and it was still to this day one of Joker. the best performances that I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of something that people believed was the wrong thing. Yeah. The wrong thing. Yeah. Right. If you could take Mark Hamill's voice and stick it into Heath Ledger, that would have been uh-huh. that's it, game over. That would have been the best Joker ever. <laughs> you know? Um, but it, at, at that same time, uh, you know, there's there's so many other uh actors and artists out there that uh you know, uh, you're right. If, if, if is it enough? I I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know if it, it was, you know, the right thing enough. That, that yeah. that's and, and I find in today's world that more and more as the as time goes on, no. Yeah. People don't want the right thing. No. They want something that they know is going to mess up. They want something that they know is going to fall apart. They want the train disaster. The, the part of the entertainment yeah. is watching the collapse of it, watching yeah. it all fall apart. You understand? Uh, one of the biggest things in the world right now is reality TV shows Oof. in where it's a reality show mm. that's staged. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. One more time. One more time. And we got to go like this is like the four centimeter thing. Pay attention. <laughs> it's a reality show. It's staged. That's right. The very first survivor they proved oh, yeah. was was yeah. a fake. It was the whole thing. They had people hooked. And the Kardashians. Was, the yeah. Kardashians. I the Kardashians. mean, like, do you really think that's their every moment of every life? Right. No. It's called entertainment for yeah. a reason. We all know and Kim Kardashian's blowing a good fart once in a while and just like, nobody's that. Okay. So my wife, she is absolutely obsessed with Kim. She thinks she's the most amazing person in the world. And I'm a Beyonce fan. Right. Yep. And I'm like, yo, Beyonce is out here with her wrecked hair. Like I got a baby on my hip. What to do? And Kardashians out here like it's six o'clock in the morning, everybody. I just woke up, but look at my fabulous hair, my fabulous skin, my fabulous makeup. Yeah. Um, to die for. You know what I mean? And yeah, I just I don't believe you nobody. I mean, tell me, please. Do you see these bags <laughs> under my eyes? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of looking like I'm 900 years old. <laughs> so so really funny story really funny story and we're gonna sideline this really really quickly uh so i have a friend uh, and when he got together with uh, his now wife um you know he was always like oh my god she's so beautiful she's like morning to night it's always beautiful beautiful and then a few yeah. years later she was uh years later she was saying oh my god when we were first started dating i used to roll out of bed first thing in the morning before he'd wake up i'd have a shower i'd put all my makeup on i'd look fucking gorgeous and then i would slowly climb back into bed to make it look like <laughs> i looked like that she got a whole hour just to get ready. <laughs> and I was just funny. like, that is dedication. Really it was great. So, so it's I funny mean, when you so say hey, Kim's like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see what I love about my wife is I love the fact that she's real. Yeah. Right? She, like, 
from the day one. Like she even told me, like the very first moment I met her, she's like, look, I'm not looking for anybody. I don't want a relationship and I don't care about you. <laughs> 20 years later, where we are, she's like, look, I don't like you. Um, you can leave. <laughs> no. no, she loves me. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Her. Yeah. But no. Uh, no, all jokes aside, no. Um, like, I love the fact that I think the greatest thing about life is being able to look back and say, I did that. I was there. I seen that. I was a part of that. Right. Because why else are you living life or why else do you are, are you are you even here? Why do you care if you're not trying to actually live? Yeah. Right. Um, so that's the, like my wife. The greatest thing we have lived. So we've gone from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the top and back down to the bottom again mm -hmm. and everything in between. And because of those memories, because of those moments, because of those things that we've shared, that's what you call life. Yeah. So I feel like I wouldn't want, I, I would rather see her, you know, sometimes with the crusty eyes or messed up hair or, you know, because that's what, that's what shows you that it's real. That's right. right? That's right. If you constantly wake up and it was like always so super fabulous all the time, you're like, are you real? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like you, you got a question, like there's nobody, nobody. I don't care if you're Brad Pitt. I don't care if you're Keanu Reeves. I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. Nobody's that perfect. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, so you mentioned sometimes I do wake up looking like this though. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're in front, of, for us, <laughs> in front of his 4K <laughs> camera. You're like, damn right. I mean, like, yeah, like, as long as you keep that camera always to that side. Like, yeah, yeah, that's my good side. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, man, I yeah. don't have a good side. I'm yeah. just as ugly from this side as I am from this side. So, <laughs> you know, so you, you, one day, one day, I'll have the money to look cute and tell that I just got to suffer with great personality. That's right. <laughs> you know, you, you mentioned one it. thing that I, I do want to touch base on. Uh, you know, my yeah. wife and I often talk about this, and and it's it's true about you can either you can be rich mm -hmm. and and not have done anything in your life. Oh yeah. To, to make sure you had that money or you can live your life, but you're not going to be rich be, because nope. you actually experienced awesome, and did things. So where awesome. do you want to be in your life? You, you, you either do the things or you have the mansion, but you can't have both. No, you, you know, they did a big, um, social economical experiment, um, and, and, um, research. And they found out that after 80 K a year, there was no increase in happiness. Yes. So if you hit the threshold of 80K a year, literally no amount of money you can make above that will actually really? make you happier um, because statistically, the more, the more you make, the more you, you, you go into debt or, you, you know what I mean? Or you accumulate things that you don't need or don't use. Yeah. So that's, yeah, they actually put a number to, happiness. to human happiness. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, it's funny because I, I was talking to a, well, not talking to him. I was reading this interview. I shouldn't say talking to him because that makes it seem like it was personal. One person was reading this damn interview. In the interview, he was saying, I was happiest when I hit my first million. He said, all the other millions after my first million didn't make me as happy as my first million. Yeah. I died. 
what the hell is a million? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Like, Hold on. Can we take a couple of them zeros <laughs> out, man? I was happy when I hit my first thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> the ten thousand, okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you get you get you get the idea behind what he's saying. Yeah. At one point that he hit his achievable goal, that the, the goal that he was trying to achieve. Everything after that was kind of pointless to him mm -hmm. because he had achieved the goal he was trying to achieve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which then makes you wonder inside, like, do we each have an a, an ascertainable achievable set goal limit do you understand what i mean by that yep. meaning do we have a limit on what we can achieve or can we achieve anything because if we can achieve anything well then i want to be king of the world tomorrow is that realistic no is yeah. so there must be a limit right and 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 so I, I i i sit back and i think about people like this who talk about their first millions or our first thousands or things like this. And I say, you know what I'll be happy with? I will be happy, not with a financial number, yeah. but I will be happy when I can say yes. When my kids look at me and they say, daddy, can I have a new pair of shoes? Yes. My wife looks at me and says, can I go ahead and get this? Can we go on a trip? Can we go on a vacation? Yes. When my college, my daughter says, dad, I, I, I qualify for college, but I don't have the money. Yes, you do have the money. Yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. yeah. When I'm able to say yes, yeah. I know that I have my goal. So that's not a financial number for me. I don't care if it's a million, 10 million. I don't care if it's a thousand dollars a month. Yep. Whatever the case may be, when I'm able to say yes to the things that matter most to me, and I know that I made it. And so once I hit that goal, then it's no longer about me. It's no longer about my family because we, we hit our happiness. Yep. And so now it's about everybody else. Now we've got to worry about it. Now we've got to start. I've got friends. I've got family. I've got strangers that I want to help. I've got ideas to create. I, one of my biggest things is I want to create a shelter for women and children who have nobody. Mm. Um, one of the biggest things that I find heartbreaking is when you hear about um, mothers who are forced out of their situations with their children. Um, and it's not by their fault. It's um, the building was condemned or um the, the financial status of their government situation changed or whatever, yeah. not their fault. I'm not talking about the people who go out and deliberately screw up their situation. Yeah. I'm talking about the people who really do try um, and they just, they never get that hand that they need. I want to be able to give them somewhere rent-free, totally rent-free. Don't worry about nothing. There will always be food in the fridges. There will always be formula, diapers, wipes. There'll be always what you need. All you need to do is just live, yeah. raise your babies and raise them good. Amazing, right. Amazing I mean, cool. that's, you know, I don't I don't see enough people in the world caring about other people. We see a lot of celebrities saying, hey, I've adopted a baby from Africa. I'm cool now. And they can say, hey, I have donated a million dollars to the trust fund of such and such. I'm cool now. Where you have them make a social media post that gets 100,000 likes and they think that they did their job. Yeah, yeah. I always find it really funny when celebrities who make millions and millions and millions of dollars a year and they're like, yeah. I donated forty thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah. did you reach into your pocket and scrape the change out yeah, and just chuck it at them? No, that's, that's, that's the amount they needed for. Into, right? yeah. No, their accountant was like, hey, you need to write off forty thousand dollars. That's exactly it. It was your income tax. That's all that was. I got to tell you a little story, man. I got into a, a semi-heated debate with an antagonist on Twitter who, a diehard Eminem fan. Okay, mm. and I was having a conversation with somebody else 
um, and telling them that one of the biggest regrets that I have about being alive during the time of Eminem is not watching him do more. Mm. Yeah, he's a great lyrical artist. He's wrote some amazing songs, but that's it. He's never done more. Mm-hmm. He needs to do more. He needs to be more. Um, and I don't mean music-wise. I mean character-wise, iconic Humanity-wise, yeah. Yeah, humanity-wise, right? Yeah. The man's worth like $45 million or something like that, okay? Mm-hmm. What are you doing, bro? You really need $45 million for you? Because your babies are almost all grown up and out of your house now. Yeah. And you, you don't really have much in per se of bills, Okay. $45 million, bro. You could literally, literally change Detroit forever. You could single-handedly walk to the center of Detroit and buy out all of Detroit and make it a better place. So in all those songs that you cried about eight mile and how bad it was and everything like this, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Are you rebuilding eight mile? Or And I maybe he anonymously gives, so I checked into that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the only anonymous, he doesn't do anonymous things. He actually does tax write-offs, which is why I was talking about this in the first later. Okay. He actually gives tax write-offs. So he does um, charitable donations. He does um, a lot of funds, like the, the funds and things, which that's great. That's awesome. But he's not doing those for the purity of his heart. He's doing those so that his accountant can say, okay, you got that right off. Yep, you got that right off. Yep, you got that right off. It's tax purposes. Mm-hmm. I'd rather pay the damn taxes, man. Yeah. I'd rather here, here's a million dollars in taxes. Now take this 10 million and go do something with it worthwhile. Yeah. I don't care if I have to pay a million to get $10 million worth done because that's just part of life. Yeah. When you go somewhere, you got to take a cab, you pay the cabbie. That's part of the, the expenses. Eminem is too in your face about everything to not be in your face about that stuff. Yeah. He would literally throw that in your face and say, well, I've done this. What have you done? And that would be part of his songs. He he's to him. It wasn't about changing the world Hmm. to him. It was about getting things off of his chest and changing his and being the best. Yeah. And being the best and being the best. best. And, and cool, go be the best, be the best. I'm not trying to be the best. I'm yeah. not trying to be the best. I don't want to be the best. I want to be the best Twism. I don't want to be the best Eminem. I want to be the best Twism. I mean, if yeah. you listen to my songs, I'm completely different. Yeah, I'm super saucy and swagged out, which means I'm more of this and not more of that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. So don't give me heat. That's that's a heated yeah. subject. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, I got to tell you, I've lived with that for almost like 15 years now. I I, I see. I was in high school when he came out with guilty conscience, but I was already trying to be a rapper before he ever came into existence on the scene. Mm -hmm. So when he came out, everybody was like, oh, man, you just trying to be Eminem. And for 15 years, I have literally sat and listened to this over and over (laughs) You're like, no, I was him. He's me. <laughs> no, he's older. He's older. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the old one. I'm yeah. not the old one. He was first. I'm not first. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no. That's for sure. I'm for just, sure. I'm happy to be able to be able to say I'm alive, breathing, that my kids are alive and breathing because we we had drive-bys happen that yeah. almost took the life of my families. Um, we've had drug overdoses. I mean, I've, I've literally overdosed so bad that I couldn't move for three days. So, I mean, wow. the fact that I'm alive, breathing here, able to tell my story, able to try to inspire people. I mean, 
I got to give credit where credit's due. I, that's out of my hands. I don't know who did that, but thank you, whoever did that, because I appreciate it. You know, I really didn't want to be that anymore. I, yeah. I was... Well, and I think that's your inspiration right there. That's where that's where people are telling you you're an inspiration because you may not see it, but you still made the decision. You made the decision to change your life. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard. That was the hardest thing I ever had to do. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I, people ask me, how'd you change your life? Give me what what do I need to do to change my life? You just got to believe in yourself. You got to believe that you can. A lot of people say they want to, but they don't think they can. They say, oh, I can't. I can't because of this. I can't because of that. I can't because of that. I didn't say I can. I said, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. And I'm still sitting here saying, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I don't say I hope. I say, I'm gonna. I'm gonna become something worthwhile. I'm gonna meet Shaq. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be what everybody's expecting me to be. Mm-hmm. I just have to wait for all the lines to line up, right? So yeah, you guys are doing the you guys are doing the best part of it right here by listening to me talk. I mean, a lot of people don't like that, right? No, we love it. We love it. We love knowing the backstory. We love knowing people that the, the real people and who they're at. And and I gotta tell you, man, like I, you know, we're we're kind of at the end of our time, and the time has gone yeah, by absolutely. so cl- so fast. But um, no I gotta tell you, there we, we gotta skip our questions. We got so many more things we want to talk about. So I want <laughs> you, if you can find it uh, some time, we'd love to circle back around it and have you back on the show in a little bit, and uh, and and do this again real real soon because uh, we've got we have so much more to talk about, and and you just you been a fantastic guest next time next time well i'll i'll make this a big event thing like i'll i'll uh i'll put some promotional services together to get some big events and facebook ads and things going to try to no, we, we love what you've done. Uh, you know, so I, I did receive a message uh, actually from, from my wife and said that, uh, you know, uh, in regards to uh, your women in shelter and all that stuff that you, you that goal that you want to reach towards, if that is something you are truly interested in doing, uh, you know, uh, she might be able to help you with that and, really? uh, and, and make uh, something come together. And really? uh, yes, cause, cause she also has uh, some, some goals and um, you know, she's uh She's got some abilities that that might be able to to help you out in that. So we're oh, we're gonna connect. We're gonna talk more about awesome. that. And, yeah, man. You, uh, of course, you got my DM. Man. Yep. It's open anytime. So I for mean, sure. Yeah, for sure. But of course, man. I know we're out of time, and you guys. I, whenever you guys want me back on, I'm here for you, yeah. man. Just uh, before we yeah. go, though, Maddie, man, we were supposed to rap, man. I forgot to rap. Yeah, it, you know what? Maybe we can have a we can have a really fun throwdown, and you guys can do a little epic rack battle against each there other. We we'll come up with a subject, <laughs> and and we'll see what you guys can do. And we're we're all friends here, so you guys can be brutal and, and have <laughs> a good time. Up, <laughs> I know you're gonna roast me, okay? All <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying is, please go easy, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an old man. So, you know, it takes me a little while to look through the dictionary and stuff for new words. You know what I mean? so, that's fair. That's fair. It'd be good. It'd be good. Uh, now, before you go, uh, we haven't even touched base on your albums, your music, and all this other no stuff. Worries. Why don't oh, man, Why don't you drop us some social media links? People can uh, listen to music people can get in touch with you uh why don't you fire that off to us right now oh my gosh i i would say hit the website which is official twismwhitepeace.com but then when you say it out loud it's like a whole freaking mouthful so you're like <laughs> what are you just saying so i'll tell you what if you can remember it real simply twism white peace t-w-i-z-m-w-h-y-t-e-p-i-e-c-e no matter what you type it into Google, Spotify, you type it Instagram, you, whatever you're on, wherever you're at. If you type that name, you're going to find me. 
And I would rather you come support me as me than to go stream some music that, you know, it's good, but it's, it's, we can do better. Right. So come join the group, throw in your inspiration, throw in your suggestions, throw in your ideas, because I create music based upon what people want to hear, not what I think society wants. Right. I listen to my fans. So if you come join my fan group, I will talk about whatever you want to talk about. But I'd rather you just come follow me, just come like and interact and talk and be a part. Um, the streaming thing is cool. I know that's what it takes to, you know, become a famous musician and everything. Um, but I believe you have to have the fans before you can have the streams. Yeah. So I'd rather work on building a fan with, with whoever we're talking to, you that I'm talking to, that I'm looking in your eyes right now, you. Not you, not you, not you, boys. The fan. Yeah. Um, I'd rather just connect with you and 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 together we show the world better. Um, the streaming, the music, yeah. that's let's, all great and everything. But let's do let's day, do this. Oh, oh, oh hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, holy cow! I'm here, I'm, here. I'm. It's a disco rave. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna try to make it so. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to make it so there, there. Now you there can there. Now you can point at the guests and be like, "You." <laughs> Ultimately, at the end of the day, man, I'd rather build the fan. The fan is the most important. The fan is what makes the entertainer. The fan is what makes success. The streams are a byproduct. The streams are a a secondary function. Yes, the music is great, but the person is what we should be more important. What what should be more important. Um, the role model should be more important. And if you find that I am worthy enough role model for your environment or people, then I would love to be it. So I amazing TWIs. Or here's another way. Check this out. You see this thing behind me? Like TWP Nation. If you just type that, that pops up everything as well. That's my brand name, right? Okay. So that's TWP. actually a whole lot easier than Twizz and White Peas. Yes. Just literally type in TWP Nation in Google and it pops up everything so perfect amazing amazing another thing i want to do is i want to put you and maddie in a room together i want you to come up with something i think you two could come up with a freaking amazing song uh that would be really fun i I love the collaboration thing man it'd be super fun so i love it yeah maddie you got that facebook uh social media connect he's absolutely he's there absolutely you're one of those new age people that know how to do all that. Social <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is Mr. Technology. He is. Yeah. Honestly, good, good. if you were, you don't see it, but there's a button that you can push that splits open his face and it's nothing but circuitry in there. So. <laughs> I, I, you know, I almost thought this was like one of those men in black moments where you like hit the button and yeah. the little creature comes walking out. Yeah, that, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Maddie's just a robot or that's what his wife says. So <laughs> just a machine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is great, guys. Thank and yeah, hit me up anytime, man. I'll I'll be more blessed to come back, man. Amazing. Thanks, brother. Amazing. We'll definitely no worries, be in touch, man. Have a great night, right? Thank you. You too. Take man, care. Love the time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Take care. So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website, thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter is the Fat Four. You can get us on Instagram. Is the Fat Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook. The Freaking Awesome Podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email. The Fat Podcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this podcast. Ah, uh, oh, not again. Wicked sweet. <laughs>